Hi guys, welcome to episode number 16, Take Your Next Step podcast. This is your host Rishi and today we will be discussing the journey to self-discipline. It's off a recent blog I wrote and I'll also be sharing some of your ideas on your routines and what helps you. Right guys, welcome back to Take Your Next Step podcast. So a couple of weeks back I wrote a blog and you can find that on the website which will be on the show notes as well. And the blog was about journey to self-discipline and basically where it all began for me and how it began as well and things I, I was doing but not understanding the importance of what I was doing at the time and just continued but then realizing years after that wow what I've been doing it's propelled into a habit that's getting me out of some dark and shitty situations so um, I'll discuss the blog I'll read out obviously a lot of the blog like I said you can find it on the on my website but um, if you can't be bothered to go on there here you are I'll also be discussing some answers I've got back which I asked on Instagram last week so I asked what do you do that keeps on sorry what do what do you do that keeps you winning so basically what are your routines what are your habits so I'll share some of these I've got some crackers here and um, let's share some let's share some answers on this training as well I also ask people why do you train? I've got some funny ones here. So um, here we go. So like I said, the blog was written a couple of weeks back. So Feb the 13th, Journey to Self-Discipline. Let's start. So it began in my early teens. I'd be the one to go to bed at 2100 hours. Tired or not, I'd wish my mum night and head to bed. I didn't really know at an early age the significance of this, the significance of a routine. For me, I needed sleep to operate. I also needed sleep in order to wake up early and have breakfast. I was always one to have breakfast before I left for school and still do this now before I go to work. Whatever time that is, I'd wake up early if my work day was starting earlier. I knew some kids and adults who didn't and don't have breakfast in the morning and their reason was or is I get to sleep more or I was too tired. Fair one I guess but that life was not and is not for me. I wanted to eat I guess I was a little on the chubby side as a youth, even in my, even if my friends would say I wasn't. But when I look back at photos, I had a little flab, but it was all cool. So guys, so I used to eat breakfast every single morning. Now, again, like I said, I had friends that didn't have breakfast. They wanted to sleep longer. But again, that weren't for me. It was, I needed that. I'd go to school sometimes. The, the, the odd time that I didn't have breakfast for various reasons, um, I'd be grumpy and I just needed to eat. I guess the term hangry, I weren't aware of it at the time, but fuck me, I was hangry. So food for me was key and food for me every morning was whatever it was. Even when I was young, obviously now it's a lot more sort of nutritious and healthy. But when I was younger, it'd be some sandwiches, cheese sandwiches, it'd be a a packet of chocolate bourbons or cookies. Yes, you heard right, a packet. Like I said, I was on the chubby side. Right, back to the blog. Making my bed. Another thing I did from a very early age. I don't mean making it whenever or however. It was made in the morning after I had let out last night's food down the shit bowl and after brushing my teeth. My bed was made with no creases. Again, I wasn't aware of the significance and impact this, this would have in my later so in my life later, in my teens and into my 20s and 30s, I had a couple of friends who didn't 
think doing their bed was important or left it for their mum to do. I'd go over to their place after school for some time on the PlayStation and their room was a tip. Plates everywhere, clothing all over the place, bed not made. Even in my early teens, this would surprise me. I couldn't fathom how someone would live like this. I'd hate to come home from school to a mess. That could mean dishes in the sink, bed not made, clothes everywhere. I'm not saying this didn't happen, but I can't remember at the time it did. I was made to do things from a very early age in order to help my mum following a major operation in 1997. I'd stand on a stool and do the dishes for her when she was too tired or too ill. I'd do my bed so she didn't have to. Other habits would enter my life and these were small habits, but habits nonetheless. Charging my phone or phones every night. Taking water with me every time I would leave the house for work. Taking my food to work with me so I wouldn't splurge. Having the same breakfast every morning. So, guys, that was a little bit on the blog. That was the second paragraph, third paragraph. Doing my bed, for me, it was important. So, I didn't know why, but I'd, I'd leave my room. I remember the feeling. I'd do my bed, leave my room, feeling like, yeah, I've done something. I'm fresh. I can, I can do the next thing. And, yes, as you grow older, you start hearing these things about the importance of doing your bed, that you're winning, you've done your first task, you're organised, and... Now I see, now I see sort of the importance of that. But as you're growing older, if, without knowing you're doing these things, I was doing these things and fuck, I had no idea of the significance. Even the smaller habits, like I was saying, just charging my phone every night. I'd wake up in the morning. I don't need to worry about my phone not being charged or phones now. I've got another, I've got two phones, a work phone, etc. I don't need to worry about the minute things. Taking water with me every time I would leave the house for work. Just little things. I don't need to go into a shop and buy water. Yes, that can get expensive over time, but it's one of these things where I like doing the basics, the basic things, taking food with me to work so I wouldn't splurge. Okay, splurge is one of the reasons, but buying food every day if you're out gets expensive. But these things I didn't have to worry about in the day, which would allow more freedom for my mind so I don't need to worry about my phone I don't need to worry about food I don't need to worry about water I've got the main things ironed out anyway back on the blog as the years went by these routines remained and were instilled in me going into my late teens and 20s I started training at this training studio and hired the help of a personal trainer when I was around 26 this wasn't just going to a gym and throwing weights around without a purpose Everything we did had a purpose. Everything was measured and tracked. This is the point where I start, where I stated, sorry, where I started to instill habits around my nutrition and timings. I became more disciplined. In my twenties, I wouldn't say I was strict, but I did try to be mindful of what I ate. But without the knowledge and purpose, my coach Sam Hanny, who is now the owner of UFIT Studio in Leicester, gave me this knowledge. It allowed me to do things instinctively, and things went from being a chore. To being part of my everyday life some may find this boring but I had a purpose and reason behind it I would prep my food for the week on a Sunday this started as prep for three days but then went to a week this was the only protein this was only the protein element on my food as this would take the longest to do in the week individually and in turn allow me to keep on track I did this so I didn't have to worry about it in the week there were other things to worry about in life Yes, food is important, very important. So I, I needed to prioritize it in order to give me further time later in the week to prioritize other things. Again, 
Other than physically, I couldn't see the importance of having routines and habits for the first year or two. I realised the importance following my brother's first episode in hospital following an overdose in 2012 and him being in hospital for two months after his liver transplant. What kept me going, other than family and friends, it was my food routine and my gym routine. There was more to this than training and eating, well, just to look good naked. This was a mindset and discipline factor which had a major impact on me. It gave me a purpose away from the madness that was occurring around me. It gave me an escape to go to the gym and put my all into me. My nutrition gave me the freedom to feel good. What if I hadn't had these habits instilled within me? Would I have spiralled out of control in eating and not training? Then what? I wouldn't look good and in turn would feel worse. Not saying that's what would have happened, but to me, that was a consequence and couldn't and I couldn't think of anything worse. The same occurred in 2013 after my brother lost the battle and died. The habits were still there. I was well into them and nothing was going to stop me. Was the gym an escape? It was. But it was also part of who I was. The guy who trains, the guy who looks okay. Well, good, I used to be told. I'm being honest. My brother died in Oct- on October the 7th 2013 and I was in the gym at 6 30 in the morning on October the 8th as I had a session planned so I had to get there for some this may sound over the top and unnecessary but for me I had my mindset to think about I was convinced I'm stronger than anyone I know mentally and still believe it to this day when I type this paragraph as I read this paragraph should I say 13th of Feb 2020 what we do today influences tomorrow so away from the blog guys so going to this gym it was it was weird because I was used to going to these caveman gyms these underground gyms rusty weights no no heating no showers if there if there were showers you probably got a bit of rusty water coming up but I was used to different sort of different level of training I did used to train so training was still part of me training was part of my routine but going to this gym it taught me a lot more. It taught me there's more to it than just training. There's there's food, there's sleep, there's there's everything. There's supplements. There's looking after yourself outside of the gym. And luckily for me, I had discipline. I had instilled certain routines in my life. I had habits in my life that almost sort of, uh, what's the word? Um, it complemented me being at this place. So doing my food prep. I never used to do my food prep as such. But on a Sunday, after joining this gym, I thought, right, I need to make sure my nutrition's on point because I've got goals to meet and now I've got a purpose. So on a Sunday, I'd cook all my chicken. Yes, it was every day it was chicken and the odd time here or there I could deviate in the week and make something fresh, not a problem. But for me, I had it there. It then stopped me from doing other things or from having burgers or pizzas or whatever. But then it also gave me time to think about other things. So it's not just about doing something. Okay, why are you doing it? For me, it was a matter of there's certain things that are done in life. Let's go, I don't know, for example, I lie in my shirts. So I don't need to wake up one morning and be stressed out thinking, fuck, I need to iron a shirt. There's more things to worry about. Breakfast. Listen, I still have the same breakfast most days. Because do you know what? I don't want to wake up thinking, what am I going to eat? So... There's other things to worry about. So again, it's 
it might be boring to some people it might be repetitive for some people but for me it was these daily things that I was doing one by one every single day little things but with massive massive payouts right then let's go back onto the blog fast forward six months and I had a spell of one month where where I did spiral out of control I didn't feel good and some days I wanted to die I stopped conducting my habits that were previously my pillars. I was grieving. What got me back on track? My habits. Sorry guys, I'm going to go back. So this is six months after my brother died in October 2013. So we're now in 2014. So I started taking my next step and eating well and going to the gym again like I used to. This is the only thing I changed following the downward spiral and it changed my life again. This is when I realised that I had instilled habits that would save my life. These habits saved my life. My mum died in January 2016. You guessed it, these habits remained. They once again saved my life. I didn't have to worry about my mindset to an extent. I knew I had certain pillars that would hold me up, even when I was down. And they continue to do that. Some call this too strict or too disciplined, but I'm okay with that. I'm happy with that. There is a time and place for me to deviate from this and unless that time or place has a positive impact on my mood, I will not deviate. I didn't feel this in my teens, but my long-winded point here is you cannot take one step and expect to get to the top of the staircase. You must continue to take those steps and eventually you will get there. So guys, there's my blog. It's not complicated. There's no rocket science. There's no sort of scientific evidence in there there's no fucking studies there's this is just me this is what I did this is what got me through difficult times especially in my late 20s mid to late 20s but um I didn't feel the effects until then things I was doing in my teens early teens mid teens late teens I didn't feel sort of they were paying off massively yes I'd feel good in the morning I've had a good sleep I've had breakfast I don't feel hungry you don't they're not massive things but when you start looking into shit when shit hits a fan and you've got to go back to your foundations you've got to go back to where it all began what do you do you rely on what you've done before because it worked so things like this work for me it's it's little things you put you put time and effort into it you you don't start a mortgage payment for one month yeah and expect to own the house after your second or your first even you continue you keep doing it you keep doing it and eventually you're going to own that for me it was about owning my life every single day and it still is it's still paying off but have i stopped no simply because there's more to come there's more to do do I change my routines? Fuck, of course I do. But if I'm good eight out of ten times, I know I'm winning. It's not a problem. Do I deviate from it? Of course. Sometimes when I get out of bed, do I want to make my bed? No, I don't. I just want to go and have breakfast. But I have to make my bed before I get out of my room because I need to win. And it's a habit. Every single day it happens. Do I do my food? the night before for the next day yes I do it's a habit I don't want to worry about my food the next day it's just one of these things that eventually pays off you're not going to see results straight away but one habit at a time one step at a time you're going to get there 
So do something, just take your next step. And that don't have to be big, big goals. So I'm going to take you back to a story. Um, so when I joined this gym, UFIT Studio, I used to have, not massive for you guys, but listen, I used to have one pack of Jaffa cakes every day. I loved them. I still do, but I don't have them because it's my guilty pleasure. But I'd have one pack of Jaffa cakes every day. I went into the gym. I didn't eat bad stuff, but other than one pack of Jaffa cakes a day, but I'd have I'd have certain things. Need it? My, my coach didn't want to change anything straight away. It was just little things. So the only thing he changed was my breakfast, one meal. That's all it takes. One step. He didn't want to make massive changes. But once you've got that one thing sorted, once you're winning in that one thing that gives you momentum, you've got a quick win there. You do something else. So I remember he said to me, right, you can have one Jaffa cake a day. I said, I do. He said, no, no, you twat, not a pack, one Jaffa cake. So I was thinking, how am I going to do it? I just started. I just had one Jaffa cake. But the fact is, I knew eventually I'm going to get somewhere. I'm going to get, I'm going to reach my goal. And this is how I need to. So now I don't have not even one Jaffa cake a week or not even a month. But the fact, what I'm saying is it's small goals. You don't need to go in big. You don't need to do massive changes. You don't need to take massive action. I hear this a lot. Take massive action. Now, what is massive action? You getting out of bed and doing your bed. To other people might not mean massive action. But for somebody who's down, depressed, maybe even grieving... That's massive action. So the fact is, all I'm going to say is you just take your next step. Take that one step. Don't worry about if it's big to others, if it's small to others, if it's small to you, big to you, whatever. Just take your next step. And it's simple as that. Once you're confident on that step, once you've balanced, once you're balanced on that step and you know you're not going to fall off that step, take another one and keep doing that. It's called momentum and you're going to get stronger. You're going to get more confident. Your self-esteem is going to increase. Simple as that. And that's the concept to take your next step. So routines, they're good. You don't need millions of routines. Yes, I've got a fair few, but the fact is they get me, they've got me to where I am. I'm going to continue. Yes, I'll deviate. People come in and out of your life. You change certain things for certain people. But I've got core routines that don't change for anyone. Simple. Right, so routines that I asked some of you guys on Instagram one of the answers running gym and family so like I said one of the the question was what keeps you winning what routines keep you winning so yeah first answer running gym and family great thing I've got a few people that came back to me saying running I'm not a runner so when I was in the army reserve I used to run I used to have to run I hated it Um, I don't do it anymore I just run my mouth on here and that's about it but it it helps. I mean, being outdoors alone, whether you're walking, crawling, running, whatever, it helps. And um, carry on. Gym, family, again, gym, that was a key one for a lot of people. I guess it's that release of endorphins, energy, whatever you want to call it, that release of your daily pressures, your stress, and just go into that gym and smash it out, throw some weights around, go on the rowing machine, go on the bike, whatever you want to do in the gym, you do it. And family. I'm not quite sure on the answer on that. So if your family's your routine, I'm assuming you have family time. So yeah, family time does always help. And it's good, I guess, if you've got, if you're living with your partner, your kids to have a routine where you do 
put your time into your family. Right, next one, clean home, clear mind. That takes me back to one of the sentences on the blog, I couldn't stand coming home to a mess. So yeah, clean home, clear mind. Good to have a routine on that as well. I don't know, Saturdays, Sundays, every other week, every month, whatever. Have a, just smash the house, clean it up. But clear home, clean mind. Some people come back to a mess and I can't stand it. I mean, I look around now in my front room, it's clean. I go around my place, it's clean. Not saying it's fucking spotless, no dust anywhere, but the fact is you look around, it's clean. You can walk around, you can eat off the floor if you want. Maybe not, but you know what I mean. Next one, there's a bit on this one. Um, and I'm not surprised from the lady who responded to this. Um, to yoga, regular pause, running, breakfast, and no phones at the dinner table. Going to start on this one. So yoga, I've, I'm not. I've not done yoga, so I've done Pilates. So, but very similar. So I guess that's good for you. Carry on. Regular pause. That one's important to me as well. I guess for a lot of people, just to take time out and just pause, or sometimes just sit there in stillness or stand there in stillness whether it's outside inside i mean being outside in nature is great sometimes you 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 might not want to be out there it might be raining snowing i don't know you might feel your skin's not waterproof when it is but anyway um regular pause very important running as we said breakfast fuck yeah like i said i don't leave my house without breakfast don't care what time it is even if i need to leave super super early i'll just have some porridge if i've got a little bit of time or if i need to make that extra bit of time i'll wake up that slight bit earlier make an omelet whatever it is but don't leave your house without breakfast unless you're doing intermittent fasting which i think is a load of bollocks anyway but carry on no phones at the dinner table yeah distractions who needs them next one answer on a routine so studying and going into work helps keep my mind on track Strange one. So I guess for me, it's there's two to the, there's two answers for this: studying and going to work. I mean, is that a get out from other stuff that's going on in your life that you feel you need to hide away from, or you need to maybe put your head into something else? If it is, then maybe there's things that you need to maybe get into and look into certain things and sort other areas of your life out. But on the flip side, studying, going into work, of course, it's good keeps you on track keeps you keeps you striving you're growing you're doing something purposeful so yes that works as well but I've been on both ends of the spectrum where I used to go to work um, because I couldn't stand my life now it's both I, I don't mind I can go to work I love my life I love my life I can I don't need to go to it's two things so depending on how you're answering that maybe there's things to look into there Here's another one. Six minute journal and happiness jar. This is fucking awesome. So journaling is a fantastic way to re to reflect and be reflective on your day, your week, your month, whatever. I used to do this quite a lot and I've stopped recently because I find it's a chore. But after reading this answer, six minute journal, it's, it's actually really minute. It's a small amount of time where you're not thinking, oh, I need to write. What can I write? Six minutes is not a lot. So well done. And happiness jar. I've seen this. You sent me a picture of your jar. Was it on Instagram? I can't remember. But happiness jar is awesome. Put good things in there. Put gratitude in there. Put what you're happy about. Put your wins in there. When you're feeling it, or what, every day, whatever, I don't know how you want to do it. Take something out and you can read it and then you have gratitude. 
Next one, meal prep day before. Great. Firm believer in that. Gives you less to worry about the next day. I don't mean meals for the whole day, but even if it's just the one. But again, gives you less to worry about. And if fitness or physique, aesthetics, whatever strength, whatever it is, if that's important to you, you'll meal prep the day before. Here's another one, self-journaling. Already gone into that. Well done. Here's the next one. I love this. Um, So this one in particular, I will give a special mention and shout out. This is Will from on Instagram. It's Foxtrot PT. Cracking, cracking bloke. I mean, the awareness he's raising for suicide awareness in blokes, it's just it's just amazing. So, um, like I said, special shout out. It is F-F-O-X-E-T-R-O-T dot P-T. You can find him on Instagram. And his answer is deciding there's no such word as try. So you're either going to do something or you're not. Now, I've had this conversation with a lot of people and they fucking keep arguing with me. Well, no, you try, you attempt. Okay, fine. But the outcome of your attempt you've either done it or you haven't so when you say you're going to do something commit yourself to it don't say you're going to try to do it do it if it didn't work you've not done it but that don't mean you've failed do it again if it don't work do it again I think Tony Robbins says in one of his books when do you stop a kid from learning how to walk when they're crawling when do you stop that kid in when they're young when they're baby no you can't you can't walk anymore you fucking don't. You carry on until they walk. So the fact is, if you want to do something in your mind, psychologically, you need to stop saying you're going to try this, you're going to try that. Change that to, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. There's a cracking video Will has put out there on Instagram. Like I said, go onto his profile and um, have a look. And if you can't find his video, like I said, either drop me a message, I'll send it to you or send him a message and ask him. Well, I hope you've enjoyed routines and um, get a routine. It's important for me. And if you're, if you think you're not, if you think you've not got any routines, I, I bet you have. You just don't know that there's things in your life that you're doing that you're repeating and you keep doing. And there's no such thing, I guess, as a bad habit or a bad routine. It's a routine. It's a habit. It's like you do or you don't try, take, try out of it. But is that habit working for you is there a positive return because if there isn't you need to change don't mean you need to change drastically but you need to change something so i'm going to finish off with a little bit of um training so <laughs> i asked i asked these guys on instagram i just dropped a message on the story why do you train and i've got some responses back i'm just going to read out maybe five or six so one of them was clear head fit healthy and strong enough to do things I love so I love that response because some people train for a lot of reasons and I guess there's everything in there fit healthy and strong enough to do things you love if you got kids when you or if you want kids do you really want to be out of breath when they're in the park or when you want to run after them whatever you need that endurance to keep going everyone's got different values and goals whatever I'm not saying if you you don't need you don't have to do these things but I, I love this answer because I feel the same. Yeah, you you want to be fit and strong enough to do the things you love. Just one of the answers, I guess, but there's a lot of other reasons. But in particular, yeah, great. 
Next one, stay healthy and strong. An obvious one, but yeah, true, obviously, stay healthy and strong. Next one, keep arthritis at bay. I don't know a lot about it, but I guess it's going to keep you flexible, strong. It's just going to keep you going. And I, I don't know, like I said, I don't know a lot about it, but if you if you're training, your endurance is increasing and you're going to feel less lethargic, I'm assuming that's going to have a, a positive impact on your arthritis. So well done. Next one, psychological and physical. That just probably answers everything. There's two reasons why me personally, this is not my answer, this is somebody else's. Will, actually, this is Will's answer. Psychological and physical. Yes, you want to look good, you want to feel good, you want to look strong, you want to feel strong. But the mindset, the psychological impact it has. In my early 20s, I used gym as a get out for things that were going on around my life. Um, I guess even up until now, it's always been me time. I don't need to go into a gym and train with anybody. I can just go in there and and just have it out, throw some weights around, um, go in the rowing machine, do whatever, just train. However I train, however anybody else trains, there's that psychological impact that it's going to have. And you're going to feel a lot better. If somebody tells me they've gone into a gym feeling shit and they've come out feeling shit, and I mean, I don't mean feeling shit because they've, they've had a great workout and they're feeling tired and fucking battered and that's why they're feeling shit no that's feeling that's good what i'm saying is if you're feeling shit psychologically mentally and and you've gone in there feeling down and depressed and you've come out feeling the same there's something going on and i, I won't believe that you're going to come out even if it's that little even a one percent better it's going to happen the next one answer the next answer is um strange but one of my favorites so I'll go back. So why do you train? Now here's, here's a good one. The answer is GBH is illegal. If you don't know what GBH is, it's grievous bodily harm. When you smash somebody in, basically, GBH is illegal. So this person has to train. So GBH doesn't occur. <laughs> so yeah, this person's obviously not caving anybody's face in, um, taking all the anger and pressure out in the gym so i would strongly recommend this person continues to go gym or train on the forest or woods or whatever however you're training i'd recommend you continue that because you don't want to be in prison but i guess if you went in prison you could train there as well but anyway carry on and if you're thinking violent stuff get into the gym and let it out mate anyway guys listen i hope you've enjoyed it gone off track slightly in the end on training but it's all i guess part of a routine because a lot of the people who came back to me with answers on routines, Jim was on, I think, most, if not all of the answers that came back to me on routines. So training is going to help you guys. And I keep saying gym, but I mean training. I mean, that couldn't be walking out there on the mountains. It's a great, great form of therapy anyway, walking in nature, running. Like I said, that's come back a lot and just doing the basic things doing things so you don't have to worry about it the next day or later on in the week it, it might seem like a chore to start with but if you just be persistent and keep going it's going to turn into a habit and it's going to have a positive positive impact in your life so guys take your next step and have a look at the website take a look at the blog if you want you don't really need to because you've heard me talk about it but have a look at the socials and let us know what you think 
take your next step. Thank you.